Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Alexander Tevis Show. I am back officially from COVID-19, um, and who would not be the best person in the world to have on is my homie right here, Brianna Zinzan in the building. I mean, yeah, it's your full governor. It's okay. That's okay. Zanisha. Maybe don't put it in the title in case I try to apply for a job anytime soon. I won't do that. Since we're you. on unemployment. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You know, a lot of folks don't know I'm, uh, I'm on a, unemployment. I am on a, on unemployment. I've been on unemployment for like, what have we been, two months, three months? We, I think June 15th was our like last official day of work. No, you're right. You're right. Because that's the last day of the quarter. Mm -hmm. I will say that they technically only gave us 13 days notice instead of 14. So I do think that we should sue. (laughs) If we're keeping it a buck, because that's low key what they did. How tiky what they did. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so fucked up because it's like Mm -hmm. me and you were discussing that the call was coming. Like we oh, knew something was happening. Literally the night before, yeah. like the night before, we were like, "I wonder what date this is gonna happen." <laughs> and then the next morning, I wake up and I'm in my apartment, and you call me, and I was like, "He wouldn't call if it oh weren't God. important. <laughs> he would text me." Yeah. And I answered the phone, and you told me. And before I even got the news, I got fired. I called both my parents, and I was like, "This is what's about to happen." <laughs> it's it's a different feeling, bro. Because since we were there for so long, I've never like been. A- like fired from a job i know i wasn't fired like they offered me a position like as a home agent but it was like a demotion (laughs) and under um those bosses that we we didn't like yeah Yeah. and i was like no i'm just gonna be unemployed (laughs) like i would rather die (laughs) i would rather die than just take calls and not be a supervisor anymore because it's the fact that (laughs) the fact that we were supervisors we realized how bad the customers were yeah and getting worse in Tulsa and stuff well I so. remember before I got promoted and it's amazing that I got promoted because do you remember that like three yeah, month period of time where I would just like cry at my desk yeah. every day yeah. that's so embarrassing I, but I was going through it but it just like any like no matter how good of a day I was having as soon as I came in to take all those customer service calls I wanted to die damn like, I, no I feel ca- like it wasn't that long ago that that happened but it wasn't. What, then I would cry at work yeah. every day? Yeah, and, the, and the Because yeah. I remember coming, like, because I was a manager, and I just come down and be like, you mm-hmm. all right? Because I think, me, that's when me and Darren was training me, because I feel like we are both up there, and I'd be like, sometimes yeah. in, in. And I'd be, like, hiding in the bathroom for half my shift <laughs> on the clock. <laughs> yeah, it's just people don't understand, like, it's not it's not that bad. But when you're, like, having a bad day, it's bad. Because you're just literally nonstop getting mm-hmm. calls all day, and it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's not that fun. It's hor- It's not fun at all. Especially when it's. I think it was better when we were in high school working there. I can't believe mm-hmm. we worked there for so long. But when we were making commission, <laughs> yeah, just because at least like I had a reason to be nice. But after they I took mean, us off commission, I was on an hourly wage. I was like, I don't even need to make a sale. <laughs> Yo, that's what's funny because it's like when high school it was fun. But mm-hmm. then once you get out of high school, you're just like over it. I think it also helped that when we were working there, like the first two years. Well, it also helped that I took that summer off to go work at that water park because I had mm-hmm. the break, you know. And I feel like it's a very depressing place to sit inside all summer <laughs> at the call center. But also, as soon as we graduated, it was like, holy shit, we got bills to pay and we work at a call center. Oh, God. Like, we and it was terrible. Damn, that's crazy because you did waste a lot of summers, Super Bowls, a lot of shit. I'm very excited to have a Super Bowl Sunday off and also to take off the day before Thanksgiving, the day before Christmas and New Year's mm. Eve. I'm taking them all. Oh, God. I don't think I seriously don't. If I get in, like when I get another job, I don't think I'm ever working a Sunday again. No. Like, I don't think that. I can. Sunday, I mean, like I honestly thought about working at Chick-fil-A because they're closed on Sunday. I could see you working at Chick-fil-A. But I don't want to work in food, but I also feel like I, Hobby Lobby's homophobic to all your <laughs> listeners. Don't shop there. Go to Michael's. But um, I would kind of like to work at Hobby sorry, Lobby. I'll just be forgetting that. Circle. Hobby Lobby be wild, bro. I'll be forgetting Very homo. There's a TikTok and she like sings a song and she's like, um, if it's a chain, you have free reign. And if it's Hobby Lobby, steal from them. They're homophobic. <laughs> I but don't steal it. from mom, like don't steal from family owned businesses or locally owned businesses. But if it's a chain, like she, it's like encouraging you to shop to, from yeah. them because it's not going to hurt them. I'll be forgetting Hobby Lobby's wild like that I know. though. There's Man. lots of content like that on TikTok also of like, this is how you steal from places or Yo. this is how you shop. And I was like, that's why they're shutting this app down because China is supposedly spying on us and you guys are giving out tips on how to fucking steal from people. And then, then that's the thing. They put like code words in it like one time i had to figure out what the fuck they were talking about and they was talking about stealing and i'm like oh i know and i was i'm not with that life i've never so but i know people who are 
I'm like, you I got know balls. lots of I, lots of people I've met in college are shoplifters, <laughs> and honestly, like good for them, but I'm too pussy to do no, that. No, I'm way too I'm pussy. Too pussy. I just I think of it. The worst that can happen wouldn't be like bad, but at the same time, like how embarrassing would it be to get caught? To get caught, like you stealing yeah, from and Walmart I'm or something. Very much like in public embarrassment is like my number one motivator <sighs> yeah. not to do things. So the the fact of getting caught is like the reason that I don't. Well, and also just like, cause I feel guilty about mm-hmm. it, you know, but people were like, target got all this money in the world. Why I would know. you feel guilty? I'm like, well, and then they bro. were like, Oh, they recovered from the looting so fast. Oh yeah. But I will say yeah. one of my like favorite jokes right now is when I like go and use a, tar- a coupon at target or I get a good deal at target. I'm like, damn, we're practically looting the place. <laughs> I think that is fucking hilarious. Did you see what happened in Chicago? No. Yo, they was tripping at Target. No, oh. it was fucking Tesla. Oh, um, Best Buy, all the motherfuckers yeah. was getting robbed. I also, I thought it was really funny the um, the Adidas store getting robbed and people were like running out with like whole boxes of shoes. Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. This dude, I found his Instagram. I found his Facebook because you know on Facebook you can like search a city and the people mm-hmm. will pop up what's like popular. I found him going live in on in Chicago. Like while he was looting? Yes. And he was in that mug looting. And he was like, I need to get your number. Talking about this dude with a basket full of Nike shoes. He said, I need oh to get God. your number. I was like, I what think the fuck? people going on live is one of the greatest things social media has given yeah. us. Like, um, I'm not like super big into like YouTube drama anymore. But like Shane Dawson got canceled and he went mm. on there and basically like ruined his career like on live like on instagram live and there was also one woman that i saw and she was like on, and this was i didn't see it because i don't follow her but it was like on youtube after and she had like gone on facebook live and i feel like that's where the messiest stuff happens is on facebook and she had like found her cut like husband's credit card statements and he looked like kept like charging like hotels and stuff on them so she was like oh i'm gonna go catch him like cheating on me and so she walks into the hotel room and he's in the like jacuzzi tub with another dude and she's like on live because she thought that he was cheating on her with a woman and he was cheating on her with a dude and so she picks up this radio and like drops in the jacuzzi tub and electrocutes like please tell me this is a joke no on facebook live on youtube i'm gonna have to pull it up and show it to you what would you do do you feel like that's the ultimate betrayal to get cheated on? Not just get cheated on, but it's by because it's like they're hiding a secret life in itself mm-hmm. when cheating, but then it's also another secret because you didn't know that the they liked another the opposite sex. I think I don't know. I've never been in like a real serious <laughs> relationship, so I can't like say what I would do if it were me. But I also feel like it's getting more and more normal for men to like other men and women. Like, okay, like yeah. bisexual men are becoming like more and more like socially acceptable, I think. So I don't <laughs> like I don't know like if when I'm finally trap a dude into loving me, like it's gonna be an issue anymore. <laughs> well, I'm I always like I'm like, bro, if I came home and I just walked in my room and Allison get her box eight by just some chick, I don't know what the hell I would do. I really don't, I don't know. know, but I also feel like there's a, like kind of a double standard because I feel like it's one thing for women to be with women, but I mm-hmm. feel like men with men is like super looked down upon. Whereas, but I think that might be like an over sexualization issue of like lesbian porn and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's interesting you bring it up because I'll be I was talking to Allison about this. I'm like, it's more normalized for girls to kiss other girls, yeah, obviously, and then dudes to kiss another dude because I'm like, girls commonly will kiss their friends or like, oh yeah, oh, yeah I made out with my friend, and I'm mm-hmm. like. I'll take showers with my friend. I'm like, oh, bet. And I still think it's a little weird, but at the same time, I'm like, it's mm-hmm. not as weird as it would be if a dude told me I'll take showers with my home, with my homie. And I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's not. Well, I think it's another thing of like, it's like girls when they get drunk, it's like, oh, I'm going to like make out with this girl. Mm-hmm. But guys aren't like, let me make out <laughs> with my best friend. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. But I do also like, speaking of TikTok, I do like the memes of like, Oh, just chilling with the homies and they're all like in bed you know what i'm yeah. talking about or like I kiss seen, my homies on the cheek yes. before i leave hilarious i see one where it's like a dude two couples walking by each other and then the dudes turn around and they kiss each other on the mouth and keep walking <laughs> and i was like this is the content that I cracks know. me the hell up i had to delete tiktok off of my phone for Why? a good solid like seven weeks because i'm studying for that big test at the end of the summer oh. i take it a week from saturday is this like to officially be in the it's like, the law school admissions okay, test. I was like, <laughs> Another reason why you shouldn't put my legal yeah, name on the title. <laughs> you think I can get away with Zanisha? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Babe. No, you're the only person who calls me that, so <laughs> I'll just have to like tweet it out on my like shit post Twitter and. Just you're good at hiding your it. like identity on Twitter. I mean, you can. Yeah. I mean, you don't know it's you, obviously, but I'm saying your well, handle is not your name. Oh, it used to be that it used to be like my personal Twitter, like at Brianna Zenzen or whatever in high school, and then after I graduated high school, I was like, I hate everybody I graduated <laughs> with. <laughs> And so I like went in there and I basically like soft blocked all the people that we went to high school. Like I would block them and then unblock them. So it just removed the follow mm. because Twitter didn't. Like I ain't have never it. heard of soft block. Twitter I didn't. Know that was the term. But go ahead. I think now it's just called remove follow. But like back then that wasn't like an option. So you would just have to block and unblock and it would remove their follow from you. Yeah. And I like went through and unfollowed all of them. Like all the people that I didn't like or anything like that. That's good. That's good for your mental health, guys. Oh, it's super great. <laughs> and I changed my like username, and then for a long time, the profile picture wasn't even me. So I was the like, one I, you're on now. Is it still the one that you look like? It's like a mugshot, or it's, it looks like one. No, it's a picture of me. I went on a date a couple months ago, and I looked really cute. So it's just a mirror pic. Oh no problem. I haven't obviously clicked on your profile and seen what the fuck your profile yeah, picture is. It's still at shit post Brie though. Yeah, but for the longest, it was that one that looked like a mugshot, was it not? Yeah, that's just my passport picture, but that I had. So I wanted to get a fake ID back before I turned 21. I am of legal age to drink now. But before I turned 21, I wanted a fake ID. And they were like, oh, if you go get like a passport picture taken at CVS, you can like send that in and that'll be on your fake ID. And I was like, okay, bet. And so I went and took one at CVS. And eventually, like, I didn't use it. Like, I just took one on like a DSLR camera and it was fine it was a i mean like all the bouncers knew it was fake but they still let me in and that's what matters okay it's nice to have clout we'll go ahead yeah and um <laughs> if you're pretty enough to let anybody in i'm sorry I mean, no it's just facts yeah so um but i had this like leftover like actual physical like inch by inch picture and i was like that looks just like a mugshot mm. so i just made it my profile pic on a lot of things because i thought it was funny yeah it looked like you caught a few bodies or something if I got arrested, what do you think it would be for? That's my favorite. After I found that picture, I was like, what do you think it would be for? Because I think it's hilarious. To public in talks. Public, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I would think it would be nothing crazy, but uh, no. public in talks. Definitely. Public in talks are like. Like, like, but I'm, I'm saying like a snooky public in talks. Like, oh, yeah. No, I'm sloppy. Cops, like, I'm good. I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm very sloppy. It's like kind of an issue. I have a permanent scar on one of these. Oh, it's on this one, I think. Um. I was drunk in Norman and I got, um, I don't, I don't even know how we were in 747 on campus corner and I don't know, even know how I got in. Cause normally they don't let anybody with a fake ID in. Um, and then we left and we were at that insomnia cookie there on campus corner and mm -hmm. I went into the bathroom with my friend and I guess I tried to like lean on the wall or something. I didn't like my depth perception is really bad when I'm drunk and I like took out the trash can, like pushed my friend down, fell on the floor and I had like was bleeding and the people that worked at insomnia at like two o'clock in the morning were like are you okay like do you need help and i knew if they like called somebody to help that i was going to get a pi and like an underage drinking charge i was scared or well, you were drunk so you probably I was, I pro it, yeah. yeah but my friends were like no we got to get out of here <laughs> and then i woke up the next morning and i had paid like eight dollars or whatever it is for insomnia you get like a brownie and ice cream yeah hadn't even touched it <laughs> I think I went home and like threw up. So, so you, bad. was your twenty first birthday not the how like on the scale of one to ten? How was like the worst drunk you been? Like was that like a, oh like well a five, I've six, I've gone to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. So, so you've been up there. I've been pretty bad. Like I've been down bad. Because when you twenty one birthday, because you was fucked up, bro. <laughs> so I, I can imagine the issue. Not the issue because I had a lot of fun. But I think what really got me at my birthday party was that I had started like with punch, like just started sipping on it. And then I had finished off this bottle of tequila that I had and I had just like poured juice in there. And then when everybody got there, I was taking shots of like tequila, vodka and everything like that. And then when Melina and Braylon showed up, I was they brought a bottle of Crown and I was taking shots of mm, Crown and I was like, yeah. when you mix that clear liquor and that brown liquor <laughs> is when the issue comes and up. And then you got those little bottles too from that piñata. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, pinata full of shooter. I still have like half of those. Yeah, that was I don't a lot. Know. Yeah, it was a lot. it's probably like one of the best gifts I've ever received because really cool. I know that she probably dropped a dime bag on it. Oh man, she so. oh man, that shit was clean. Yeah, but yeah, you was pretty fucked up that night. So I'm like, mm -hmm. the fact that you, that was not even like the drunkest. Yeah, that's probably like, not even in the top five. I'm are you <laughs> serious? Oh my yeah, god. um, yeah, my. 
I feel like, well, I know I do have a shit post Twitter, but my mom follows me on it. And I know I'm going to tweet out like, hey, I was on this podcast. Yep. So I don't want to tell the stories, but I can tell you after. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I probably heard some of them. Probably. But I probably you'd have to refresh my mind. But. Well, all I'll say is, do you remember when I called out to work that one Saturday? Well, I don't think that you were scheduled to work because that was back when you were off Saturdays and I worked. Yeah. And then we switched. But... I, I called out. It was before I got promoted. Oh, okay. And, yeah, um, I probably don't remember then. It was like right before the end of my sophomore year at OU. So like over a year and a half ago. And they were having this darty down at, on campus. And I, and it, I guess basically like this frat house had been like renting a different frat house. Mm-hmm. And they were about to get kicked out because that first frat got like let back on campus and so they were like, oh, we're having this backyard party. And we're going to like destroy the house. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to stop in and see my friends and then I'll go to work. Like I'm just going to stop and say hi. <laughs> and then like happen. within 15 minutes of being there, I had like done a keg stand and I called so into you said, work. fuck on the work. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh my God. And I called into work and I was just like, oh, my stomach hurts really bad. Like I don't think I'm going to make, my stomach did hurt really bad, but not for that reason. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to make it today. And then, um. I went to that darty and then like had fun and everything. Then I went home and took like a little like two hour siesta. And then I went to a different party that night at like a different frat house. And when I woke up in the morning, I needed to go to the hospital because I had alcohol poisoning. So did your mom take you? Um, Like I'm saying. So I had it was you could tell it was really bad because of how long that like it was after the, that I still needed to go to the hospital Okay, yeah. because it was like a full day and my dad had cut co- and I like could not keep anything down was super dehydrated. My dad like actually drove to Norman to like try to take care of me. And then it was like later that night that I was like, something is really wrong. Like I yeah. need to go to the hospital. Well, I was asking cause I'm like, were they mad at you? Your dad? Like, was they my, like- so I don't think that my dad even knows I ended up going to the hospital. Because it was like fully covered by our insurance. But my mom took me and she wasn't upset, but it was definitely like, if this ever happens again, I'm going to whip your ass. (laughs) Especially considering the fact, I'm pretty sure I was like 19 when it happened. So I was super underage. Yeah. Now I have a question though. Since you've been OU, obviously you go to OU now, but um, how bad do you think it can get the party as far as like dangerously like being at a frat frat house or something like that how dangerous do you think that can be i think it depends i did not go to a frat party like at all my freshman year and i think that's because i like lived at home my first year at ou so was it intentional or was just like you just well also like i feel like when you don't live in the dorms you don't really have friends that are gonna be like hey like we're all gonna walk to this frat later because i would have to drive like 20 minutes for it and then who the fuck's gonna drive me home at the end of the night I couldn't afford Uber for sure. <laughs> so it was like kind of intentional, but kind of just like, I didn't have any friends to go with. Like my friends that I did have, didn't really do that kind of thing. Um, but I think like, I've seen some freshmen like get carried out. Like I've seen like dudes like trying to prey on girls, like that can't like make decisions for themselves and stuff like that. So I think like it can get pretty dangerous. And I think that if I didn't have like understanding parents or friends that knew what to do when I got alcohol poisoning, it could have turned out like, I don't think I would have died, but it could have turned out like a lot worse. You know, you could have been really, really sick. Yeah. Um, and then like now with this like whole COVID-19 thing, like I saw a frat party on somebody's snap the other day. I don't know if it was at the frat or at like an off campus house or something like that. But even just partying at the bars right now, like, if that's your thing, like, go ahead, I guess. But I don't understand. Like I said before we started yeah. recording, Logies is not worth your life. <laughs> it's not. And it's not worth your grandma's <laughs> life either. So. I just, this one thing that, like, concerns me. I'm like, I understand if you're in college or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you do in your everyday life. You party, you go to bars. But I'm like, just to even think that the potential of this virus, you might get it. Or right. you might get it and be asymptomatic mm-hmm. and pass it to somebody else. And maybe they die or whatever. Or just be up in the hospital, whatever it may be. I'm like that's pretty still severe. Like I wouldn't want to just be knowing. Well, passionate. and not only that, but it's like I think the thing that makes me the angriest about it, and especially when I like argue with my relatives on Facebook, is this they think it's a Democrat hoax. Well, not only that, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them think that it's like not real. But and not even relatives, but just people that I have like on Facebook. It's like, oh, like it's nothing worse than like the common cold mm-hmm. or like the yeah. flu or whatever. And we vaccinate against the flu. So blah, blah, blah. And we don't wear a mask during flu season. But we don't like we know the long term effects of the flu. Like your body fights it off and you're pretty much good. Like if you have like health complications, it can be worse. But 
like I've been reading stories about like, oh, this 25 year old woman had to get a, a lung replacement because of COVID. And then we don't know like the long term effects of what it can do to your respiratory system. So like if we get it, if you get it now, like you, you might not know what it's going to do to your lungs in 20 years. You mm. know what I'm saying? And that's pretty scary to think about. And that is scary. And so like, no, I do not want to go to Lowe's <laughs> because I don't want to get my lung replaced in five years. Now, do you think you're the perfect person to ask this? Because you obviously, um, you know, you don't read a few books. You, you'd have been in a few classes. You know what I'm saying? So, one or two. <clears throat> one or two. Do you think nowadays, like with COVID-19 and politics and everything's going on right now, do you think it's... Like, do you think social media is blowing out of proportion and the media is? Or, uh, hold on, let me, let me rephrase that. Do you think it's as bad as it looks? Or do you think this the media and social media is making it worse? As far as, like, how separated I feel like we are political-wise. Because, in my opinion, but I ain't been around fucking forever, and I just got mm-hmm. into politics few years ago. So, I'm like, this has to be the worst it ever has been, because this looks bad. Like, yeah. you can't even get people, you know, like, just for instance, one thing that kind of concerned me I feel like nothing has this like this has been said before maybe mm-hmm. I don't know but when you know they bring up you know Donald Trump they're like hey man there's crime and all this stuff going on in this city or this state and he's like well that's a Democrat run state mm-hmm. and I'm like that's kind of creating diversity right there when you're just like blaming when every time there's yeah. a bad state or I guess they have high crime you're blaming it on well, the and party. Well I think that it's like in every government like no matter if like your governor is like a Democrat or Republican in every state government you're gonna have like multiple people like in different parties and the mm-hmm. government. And I also think it's like, we have to look at like people other than the president because, so first of all, <clears throat> the thing that I think is interesting about what we're living through right now is the president now, as we know it, the, that position has more power than it was intended to when the constitution was written, like through executive order and then like like constitutional, um, like what am I trying to say? Just like, the more like as we've gone on and like the necessary um situations where the president has needed to like take control of the military or like involve the military without like congressional stuff like and even just outside of the military the president has more power now than was originally intended to you mean like the, the rioting Congress. and stuff now he's able to well, send people down like that like well, federal agents and not and only stuff? that but in the beginning like ideologically like the president wasn't supposed to be like oh, like we have like a Democrat president and a Democrat Congress, so we're going to get like the Democrat agenda. Like Mm, all of that like policy stuff was supposed to be in Congress. And then like the executive was supposed to be somebody that we all elected, like regardless of party, to just like veto the bad bills and like approve the good ones and then host other like um, leaders of state at the White House. So you're saying like, yeah, like Donald Trump skips them steps. Like he's like, well, not only it's not only him, but I think, I think it starts with like Richard Nixon and um, like the tough on crime started with him. Mm-hmm. And that was like re encouraged, like when we had Reagan and then um, like through the ages, like Bill Clinton even signed a crime bill. Um, and that was a Democratic administration. But, and even just like outside of the president, like the vice president, Dick Cheney's like the most powerful vice president the country's ever had. So it's just been like a build up to it, you know? In yeah. my opinion, just like <clears throat> from what I understand, just funny you bring up Bill Clinton because I'm like, he is <laughs> he is the most conservative Democrat I think that they still put on TV, <laughs> and also just the fact that he I just don't understand why people are still like I want to know what Bill Clinton thinks about this. Like no, no one fuck. cares. Well, it's I don't care about Epstein Bill. I don't care me. about Hillary. And that's the thing is, like, I saw this picture on Fox News. My mom watches a lot, which, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Not my cup of tea, I understand. And that's, like, that question that you asked me about the media. I think, and maybe I should actually, like, answer the question you asked me instead of just talking no, about No, no, no. <laughs> but I think, like, the situation that we're living in now, I don't want to say that it's not as bad as it is because I don't, like, live through the everyday. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't yeah. really have any like perspective on police violence. I've never really had an interaction with the police or anything like that. I don't really have any perspective on racial issues other than the one intro to AFAM class I took at OU. But I do think that like CNN we can see is like kind of to the left. Fox News is right side of it for sure. Like every news outlet falls on some end of the political spectrum 
and they all are going to basically the people that fund those outlets like have an agenda, obviously. Definitely, yeah. So I think that the polarization of like our media outlets and it's like, like obviously like my mom, who's a Republican, like always has been, is not going to turn on CNN and be like, I want to know what Chris Cuomo has to say. Like this is just not going to happen. So I think it's just like when we start like aligning ourselves up in groups and then like my mom doesn't watch any news that's not Fox News for or like the local news and they don't really get super political on there. So it's like she's bound to only see one perspective and then just like go with that. And the same goes for people on the left too. Like I don't really see like a lot of people that regularly watch CNN or like are regular Democrats that turn on Fox News and they're like, I want to know what Sean Hannity wants to know, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I don't think, I do think that the media like has an effect on how bad everything seems, especially like, like Breonna Taylor like people are still rioting for her. I don't want to say rioting, but <laughs> protesting, protesting. Her out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like, we do see like protests in Seattle that like sometimes devolve into riots when the police like start to like yeah. try to pursue that, yeah. you know? So, but I, but like, we don't really see any of that on the coverage anymore. Like nobody wants to talk about it, which I don't think is an accident. But oh, I also like yeah. a lot of people are saying like COVID is like a media hoax and they, the media is fear mongering and they just want us to be scared. Like, yeah. I don't think it's that bad. Like, I think that they're covering it cause it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that it's a pandemic because they're covering it, you know? Yeah. So when you put it like that. It makes more sense because you know, at the end of the day, it's the news job to, to cover things. And I'm like, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I don't feel like anyone's making, because when people say, oh, the, the media is fear mongering. And I'm like, you're not making mm-hmm. a profound statement. It's no. the media. Like, they're going to get money from you watching, you clicking. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. That's well, what and especially are. like on the internet now, it's like, like people get mad about clickbaity titles and everything. That's like, well, if you don't like clickbait, stop clicking on it because they're it's they're baiting you yeah. to click on it. That's why you're it's the reason it. why. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about AdSense. Like the more the the more people that click on that, the more they're gonna get ad revenue from the different ads on that link. You know. And people say this shit about clickbait. And I'm like, you must not be on YouTube because right. <laughs> Those titles are very clickbait. Boy, very. Mm-hmm. So and not even I f- also notice like with YouTube it's like clickbait can be more than just a title. It's like the thumbnail mm-hmm. and just like the other content that, you know, that person has put out there, like what you can expect from it. The motherfuckers are put very emotional, all caps uh, and I, fucking pre- <laughs> I'm like, damn, I know. Well, bro. it's like, I saw one and it was like, um, basically something about like, Oh, like I just went through this breakup and it was like in brackets, like raw, like, <laughs> I'll be seeing it. And I'm just like, or it'll be like sensitive or like, um, very, it's very emotional, sensitive or like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, for me, like I said before we recorded, like uh, there was a point in time where I wanted to have like 12 million Twitter followers. (laughs) Um, now that I'm older, I realize that I'm a dumbass and I would definitely get canceled on like day one. I think the same. I think the Um, same. I mean, not to say that like I don't think I'm funny or whatever, but, I don't think, like, I just don't ever picture myself being the one that's like, I want to put every moment of my life on the internet, on the internet or even on in public, you know? So my thing is too, I'm like, I definitely got old tweets. They're going to dig up. Like I, I definitely have said, Oh no. Shit. As soon as I got to OU and like, <clears throat> I think I've always been kind of like a, like not a person to like disturb the peace or like offend anybody. Like that's never, ever been my intention. But as soon as I got to OU and I was like, damn, they're canceling people out here. Like they yeah, are fucking real. canceling people. Um, I think I went in and I, before, especially before I had like Fuck. my. Sorry. Keep he going. coughing. It's the COVID. God It's the COVID. It's the fucking COVID. Um, Fuck. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, keep your particles on that side Shit. of the table. <laughs> um, I, it was especially before that I changed it to like the shit post Twitter. And when it was like my full legal name, I went in there like the first week of college and I like deleted every tweet that had a cuss word in it. Every tweet that had like a sexual connotation, like wow. everything. Cause I was like, y'all are not catching me. <laughs> you and give it, a fuck. I would right. give a fuck. I'm well, and then, it. well, I think it's really like, I don't care anymore now that it's like shit post Brie, but I also know that I don't tweet out stupid shit like mm. oh i hate fat people or like <laughs> yeah. i definitely don't say the n-words yeah. so like i don't i feel like i don't really have as much to worry about just because like i've become a more knowledgeable person and like 
But see, you know what's weird? I'm, I'm bringing up Kevin Durant in this situation because the other day he tweeted, you want me to act professional on Twitter? <laughs> I was like, he has a point, low-key. Like, we got to yeah. kind of take Twitter for well, what it is. You Twitter, know? and that's the thing is like, Twitter is not LinkedIn. And I definitely... <laughs> Hey, like true, LinkedIn yeah. is its own profile for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And I just think, I mean, like, granted, I don't think that I would be like posting pictures of me twerking or vid- yeah. like twerk vids or my OnlyFans <laughs> link on Twitter. If I ha- I don't have an OnlyFans, <laughs> but if I did, I don't even think that I would like tweet it out or whatever. But also, like, if I, w- if I see a, a tweet about WAP and I think it's funny, <laughs> I'm going to retweet it. Yeah. Whereas like... If somebody's on LinkedIn talking about like, have you heard the new Cardi B? I don't think that I'm going to like share it oh, for all shit. of my LinkedIn connections to see. It's so funny though. Cause I'm like, people do kind of act like Twitter's supposed to be a, like a professional or like respectable platform. Right. Like, come on now. Like people, you're supposed to while it. Like 2012 Twitter was horrible as fuck. Oh my God. Well, and that's the thing that I think is funny is I joined Twitter, not even as like social media I joined Twitter to keep up with One Direction because I was on Tumblr and they were posting like screenshots of tweets on Tumblr and I was like, I got to get in on this. Oh God, I'm missing out. Yeah. And, um, and then I remember them like, like One Direction girls like doxing people for saying that they didn't like a certain member of One Direction. Or I remember like Louis Tomlinson from One Direction like, um, was like bullying another dude. Do you remember that band, The Wanted? They had like one single. They were like a British band and they had like one single that was like worldwide and then one of the members of One Direction started to like bully him on Twitter <laughs> until they just like stopped making music. Do you so, remember the Cut for Bieber shit? I do remember Cut for Bieber. I also remember um, like every time Bieber was back and every time Bieber got canceled. And I remember like people circulating petitions not to let Justin Bieber back in the United <laughs> States. Like, I do think that oh my God. in some respects, I That's think crazy. I'm an internet veteran just because I've been around for a while. I think if you're part but, of that fan base of One Direction and such, oh my you're God. definitely with the early so, stages But also that. so much problematic stuff because I remember girls being like, oh, I'm going to starve myself for the next three weeks because I've got a One Direction concert coming up. And I'd be like, I get it. Like, I understand. <laughs> Which is definitely not anything else. Also, I don't want to, like, why was I 12 years old shaving myself bald for Harry Styles? <laughs> like, thinking like, that he was going to see me in the nosebleed seat to be like, that's the one I want. The one that's like five, six years younger than me. No, even the Cuffer Beaver thing. Like, I can't even remember what the hell started that. But I remember that when I was like, this is like I don't insane. Even know. I don't know and what it's for. Well, I, like, I think I think what I remember more than Cut for Beaver is when Zayn left One Direction. Because I was never like a Justin Bieber. Like, hell yeah, I love that man. Um, but for me, like One Direction was the thing. Like, it changed my life. So, and speaking of One Direction. Cut for Zayn when he left. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. No, cut for Zayn. Well, also, like, I got, like, fucking bullied when Zayn left One Direction because I remember I came back from lunch. I was a sophomore in high school, and I came back from lunch, and I had chemistry, and I walked through that door, and every face turned around and looked at me, and I didn't even know what had happened, and they were like, you need to log in right now. Oh, my gosh. And I, and that, and I found out, and I, like, cried in my chemistry class, and Zayn was my number five, and I still cried. Like, he well, was my least favorite. This is my thing. What, what happened? Meaning as in, because it was like the, the 10 year anniversary thing pop, pop, popped up, right? Period, like, yeah. Yeah. So then, next thing you know, everyone's like, is Zane going to tweet about it? Is Zane going to tweet about it? And then I'm like, no. I don't know what's going on. He so don't I'm looking care. at the replies. He probably like, didn't even know. There's like the emotional turmoil he went through. He's just not going to tweet about it. He's, I'm like, what the fuck happened? So he's done some interviews of like, oh, like the whole, basically, like after the first year, I realized like I didn't want to be there, but like the money was too good and the fan base was so like compelling yeah. that he stayed um i'll just stay too shit but i think like the catalyst for him leaving was he got he kind of got caught because he was dating perry edwards from little mix this feels so stupid to talk about but he was dating, no i'm really interested though he was, was dating perry edwards from little mix who was also kind of like made famous by the x factor i'm pretty sure one of those tv shows which is how one direction like got really popular mm. and he like had a pic like had a tattoo of her they were engaged and Holy like shit. yeah and then he got caught like they were on their like big world tour um it was called on the road again was the tour name and he got caught because he was with like a girl that looked just like her and they were like making out like by the pool he basically like, got ch- caught cheating on her by the paparazzi and then he like took a break from the tour for like a week and then it, he like the one direction official account was like 
Zayn regrets to like blah blah blah. It's been a good five. I think it was four or five years. Like one so year. he's like tired of the fame type of thing. With Basically, him, just like but then like less than a year later, he put out Pillow Talk. But <laughs> that's <laughs> hey. none of my business, I guess. So this is not. So when did they break up? Um, March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. Jesus is God. when Zayn left. <laughs> March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. I'm almost positive is the day Zayn left, <laughs> and then they finished out. That tour, that was the one I went to, was the one. I never saw One Direction with Zayn in it, unfortunately. Like, it, it was a four-person group by the time I got to see them live. Then they put out one more album. Without him? Or he was... Without him, yeah. Okay. And then they haven't done anything together since. Wow. And they, they told... When it originally happened, I remember, like, their, like, headquarters people came out and were like, it's going to be 18 months and they'll be back. And it's been five six years so they're probably not gonna come back i think my theory <laughs> is that when they're all out of money they're gonna go on a reunion tour and i'll be like 40 do you think zane's gonna go no back? okay because i was like I'm... well and that's the thing is um especially like after he did the interviews of like oh i actually hated it the whole time <laughs> i was like pop. no he's not gonna come back <laughs> oh which shit. i mean i just want to say that i have a really good judge of character because he was my number five like from the beginning and there were girls like that he was their number one and i was like he doesn't talk in interviews he doesn't say anything he doesn't go to their like public appearances he goes on out on stage and sings and he leaves damn right i was like that man is boring like i don't care <laughs> if he can hit the high notes that man so i'm tired of this publicity fuck this yeah which is but understandable, honestly like but. if it were me i and like i said like i don't think i could live in the public eye like under that scrutiny and I'm sure, like, you get insecure because, like, even as men, like, boys at the time, like, people would be like, oh, like, this one's the hottest, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's got to, like, take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. And then um, I would probably get my bag and leave. Yeah, for sure. But like, I'd, I mean, I'd dip. I can't hate them. That's why I would, like, to be honest with you, when I see girls with these OnlyFans, I'm like, they get that bag and then Good for them, honestly. Like, it's not, I think a big part of it is, like, I'm afraid to post a picture of myself in a swimsuit, and I think a part of that is Catholic guilt, and the other part of it is just insecurity. Like, I don't mm. want people to see me in a swimsuit. So girls that can go on there and, like, yeah. Take have be balls. naked and make homemade porn, like, <laughs> and if you can make money off of it, good for you. Hey, because they be getting right. that bag. You know? I know. Well, I can't hate But girls. when I see, like, oh, I made 20000 last week, I'm like, damn. I <laughs> know. I'm sitting there like, dude, that is and nuts. And I'm like, 20,000 times 52 weeks in a year. Like, Man. I would be putting out content. Like, people would be begging me to stop if I was on there. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, too much of this shit. Right. They'd be like, we're tired of your notification. <laughs> oh, I just, I don't know. Like, it's we're in interesting times. I'm like, whoever, whoever thought there would be a platform like OnlyFans where a random Well, and that's girl like, I read just, something. You know, it's not, like, originally it wasn't porn. Like it was just like another subscription, like Patreon, like a subscription Yeah, that's what service. I heard too. I mean, the name OnlyFans. I know, it sounds uh, like kind yeah, of. Patreon. Yeah. But then I guess I, I guess there were like some influencers that like didn't do porn that were like, oh, I can like make extra money. Mm -hmm. I'm not a history. I'm not an expert on the history <laughs> of OnlyFans, but. Yeah. I mean, Snapchat was like a dating app at first too. Yeah. Well, and that's why I didn't have like, it took me a couple years after all my friends had Snapchat for me to get it because like. I never, like, kept any secrets from my mom, so I'd be like, can I get a Snapchat? And she'd be like, no. And I was like, well, I can't just make you make one, because now it's on her radar, and she'll find out about it. Holy shit. So, no, she's crazy. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> but then, like, I finally was able to get a Snapchat. I think I was, like, when I entered middle school or, like, eighth grade or something like that. But I was like, why can't I get a Snapchat? My mom would be like, people send nudes on there. <laughs> I was like, I barely have boobs right now. <laughs> Hey, but I mean, to be honest with you, when it first did come out, that was like, mm -hmm. that was the place. She's not, get, my mom is not a dumb lady. Like. She had to keep up with the culture because of you. She, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, my mom's a pretty cultured lady. She said coochie at my birthday dinner and I wanted Please to. Please tell me you're joking. No. You can ask Melina and her if boyfriend. If my mom said coochie, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I stopped on? saying it around her because I'm like, no, you can't. Picking up that lingo. Like, what the fuck going right. on? Right. I don't even, I wonder if my mom knows what OnlyFans is. See, but I don't want to ask. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to ask. I just kind of—it's mm -mm, one of the things you no. just like, don't want. to But like, know. that's like my mom follows my shit post Twitter because I mean, like, I was a dumbass for a long time, and like, I had a different Twitter account that was like follow me at shit post Brie, and that's like how she found it. But now I'm like, I can't block her. Like, she knows it exists, mm, so she's gonna find and, it. Well, way. she like follows me on everything. 
But so she see every like <clears throat> dumbass retweet you see on your I mean, TL, you still don't hold My mom though. follows six people, so you know <laughs> she, she definitely she, she sees every. My mom yeah. has my post notifications <laughs> turned on. She waiting on this. Right. Sometimes she'll be like, "Why are you awake <clears throat> at three o'clock in the morning?" Yo, those times, like those late night Twitter times, you up at that late, man. I know a lot of it's my rough. tweets and my drafts are either things that I think will get me canceled, or stuff that I tweet at three a.m. and like right before it hits, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't think personally that, like, if I think there's a certain level that you can get canceled at. Like, I think I could tweet whatever I want right now. I, and tweet, I don't think really? I could get canceled. I really do think. Well, that. I don't know. I mean, I have like less than 400 followers on saying, Twitter, yeah. but I feel like maybe I would get like canceled on campus. Like, I feel like somebody that follows me. As well as people like, in if I've ever campus, been, a, if I was ever a bitch to somebody on Twitter, I feel like, and I said something on Twitter, the person mm-hmm. that I was rude to would probably be like. I'm gonna ruin this girl's eye. See, oh, you got is the last place they should be canceling anybody because they didn't have some wild shit going. I know, but so. I think that's another thing is like, believe me, all the people that have been canceled at OU deserved it. <laughs> like, definitely fucking deserved it. Like with racism and like all that kind of business, blackface. Shout out Tri Delta. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Shout out, try out, shout out, SAE. Hey, yo, <laughs> shout out, SAE. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Shout, I wish I had a podcast and that shit was going oh on. Oh, my God. That was like God. when it blew up, yeah. too. But now we've got like um, like the black emergency response team, like the, all that business like kind of going on at school. Mm. So it's definitely like more on people's radar. Um, and those are the motherfuckers who said in the request that they want to pop eyes in the goddamn... <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. What the fuck going on? I cannot comment on the Popeye situation. Bro, like, As a white fuck, girl, I don't think I can comment here. on the Popeye's demand. Put a Popeye's Personally, I would love if they put oh, a Popeye's shit. on campus, but I don't think that it was the right place to put it. In. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Give a fuck. I'll comment all I want. If you listen to that shit, <laughs> you, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I just don't think that adds up. But if they life. put a Popeye's in the union... I'll weigh 500 pounds. Popeye smack. That chicken That's sandwich is it's so it's, good. Do you think it's better than Chick-fil-A though? I do think it's better than Chick-fil-A, but Word. I remember like my mom was like, I don't think that the Chick-fil-A, I think the Chick-fil-A one is better. And I was like, I don't think the Popeye sandwiches is like for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, keeping it a buck. Cause I mean, I'm just keeping it a buck. Popeye sandwich got a little bit more juiciness to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they got a little bit more season. I on did that see this. Like, so. I don't know if it's real or not, but I did see a meme and it had like a deleted Popeye's tweet in it. Like, you know, where it's like, uh, tweets are not loading right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, it got deleted. And yeah. it was like po- the Popeye's account had tweeted like Popeye's is nothing without black lives. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not real. I really hope it's not real. Did but you it was see like the KFC one. No, what it's is like it? a chicken like a fish. But it has to be fake. KFC also it. has or used to have a sandwich where instead of a bun, it had like two fried chicken patties. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not the experts oh, on social Yo, issues. I've said it before. These companies who come up with this shit are amazing. Like who? Like I was talking to mm-hmm. my friends about the fucking Wendy's Baconator and a Pringle. Have you seen those? No. They're Baconator Pringles. And I'm like, who the fuck sits there and say, hey, let's put a burger into a Pringle. Not only that, but we also worked at a pizza place that had chicken wings on a pizza. Like Yo. on the pizza. <laughs> Yo. The Double Decker's crazy as fuck The Double Decker is crazy. The Quesa Pizza. What the fuck is that? I still ain't tried that shit. It's kind of nasty. Don't, don't put vegetables in it. I don't think I ever will because that, that was just too far for me. I'm sorry. There's I the only like good quality food we had at work, the ranch dressing. Which was how many calories is in that bitch? Um, in a three ounce cup, it's four hundred and twenty <laughs> calories. Um, cinnaboli. Smack. Smack. Horrible for you. Horrible but for I you. eat this shit three times a day. Cheese nippers only when they're straight out of the oven though. Yeah. When you the cheese is bubbly. You can't eat them, bitches. Cold? <laughs> Disgusting as fuck. Horrible. Have you ate, you've ate Mazio since, right? I Just ranch. That. I went through the drive-thru and got ranch dressing. Damn, you better than me. I ate the fuck out this shit. No, show. the only reason I ate Mazio's because we had the discount. I will say that I lost like 10 pounds since we lost our jobs. Yo, <laughs> we used to be in that bitch religiously. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking discount Well, I mean, like... Used. I mean, we can just place the order and I mm-hmm. get like a full meal for $5. Like, why not? Like, I'm, like food that I could eat off of for a week for like five bucks. So what was the, what would you say was the worst call you've ever got? The worst call yeah. I've ever taken? Yeah. Like, the, it was like, I really want to quit. 
Oh. Well, I did call me account once, and I was... You were obviously CSR, huh? Oh, yeah. But I... So, there's two that come to mind when you ask. Um, My first week, like, off training, like, the first year we worked there, it was, like, my first week by myself. And they had... You know, like, when people order, like, traditional wings, they're, like, all flats. And so, I told the guy, I was, like, I can put a note on there for all Mm -hmm. flats for you, but I cannot make any guarantees. (laughs) Which, like, at the time, a good deal, because now you can't even request all flats. No, yeah. You get yelled at by that. And he was, like, what the fuck do you mean you can't do all flats? (laughs) And I was, like... I was like, I can put the note on there, but I just can't make any guarantees because of like the stock issue. Like they have to do it for inventory because the bags don't all ha- like have all flats. Like yeah, they have that to. That was pick a them great out. response because I'll be like. Shit. And he was like, he was like, I think you need to take a look at the menu <laughs> because I ask for all flats every time. And I said, Sir, my entire job is to look at the menu all day. Would you like me to put the note on there? And he was like, Yes. And let me speak to your manager. Yo, absolutely. And then the second Fuck. one, <laughs> the second call that comes to mind is we had the double decker pizza, which for those listening is like a medium pizza. They take a thin crust and then they put like cheese, two toppings of your choice, then another thin crust on top of that, cheese, two toppings, and then so the sauce is on top. Healthy, bro. So unhealthy, kind of nasty if they don't make it right. Kind of nasty anyway if Too much it cheese is made and right. Shit. Ugh. And so they, the double decker pizza comes in and remember when we had to like take the surveys and write down people's responses, like if they said Mm -hmm. a comment about the double decker. So I get this call and I'm a CSR and it was probably like two months before I got promoted, I think. And before I can eat, like my recording goes off, like thanks for calling Mazzias, my name's Brianna, blah, blah, blah. Recording ends and before I can even like say anything or anything like that the man is like i just want to let you know that that fucking case of pizza is the worst goddamn piece of food the the double decker is the worst goddamn piece of food i've ever had in my miserable fucking life and he hangs up the phone and i remember and then of course like the next call comes in like immediately after that i was like i don't even know like what to do so i like after that i took the second call i like put it on hold like went off the queue and everything and i went and talked to tiffany because i was like i don't even know <laughs> like am i supposed to write this down on the survey card because i don't think corporate will be very happy with me if i do that those moments when you get into going back and forth with the customer they cuss you out then just hang up out of nowhere and then a new call comes oh my in, god like literally oh. probably the best thing that ever happened to me at that job was getting promoted to supervisor when i could talk back yeah, yeah. or oh, i want to let me talk to somebody that's higher than you. Well, I'm the highest ranking God. person here right now. So this is what you're going to get. And they'd be sitting there stuck. Like, what the fuck? Right. Like, yeah, bitch. And then they'd ask for like somebody at corporate. I'll be like, I don't care if you want the corporate phone number. I'll give you my employee ID number. Or you can have my fucking social security number. I if used you to love when you were arguing Complain. on the phone with someone. And I'm like, transfer it to me right now. I want that. I want that smoke. I honestly, though, I've never felt so bad at work as when that customer made JC cry. I was not there. Oh, my God. She would. They were just like bullying. Like it. It went to like them just bullying her because she wouldn't give them what they wanted. So they started to make fun of her voice and then like her uh, voice cracked and that was like See, over. I never got the good ones like that. I want that small. No. Well, Tiffany like handled it after that. But eventually like she just like JC like wouldn't hang up the phone, which like props to her for like having the balls like not to, to just like. Yeah. yeah. For having the balls to stay on there. But I was like, you just got to hang up. She's so nice. I couldn't I see her hanging up. I was going to say, that's though, why I felt so bad when she cried. Cause yeah. I was like, she don't deserve that. Like oh, she like, she's the only person here who probably likes her job. Oh God. Actually <laughs> so, nice to people. Right. Um, cause I was a bitch. <laughs> dude. But I was just funny though. Cause I remember like, I knew I was getting too comfortable and I was like, I'm glad I low-key did get fired. Cause I was going to get, I was going to get fired for something else. Cause I was getting too comfortable with them customers, like talking shit to them. Cause I would know when I'm on the phone yeah. and I look to the left and you're looking like, what the fuck? Or like, well, not only that, but like two weeks before we got fired, do you remember I told that lady that I didn't care if she thought I was a bitch? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm probably going to get fired. <laughs> shit like that. Or I always tell people when there was a dude yelling at me and I said, we're two grown men on the phone. You're going to let me talk or you're going to talk what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that nigga sat there quietly. It was like, you can talk. And I was right. like, shit, I might get in trouble for this one. Oh, Cause well. I'll be raising my voice to motherfuckers. That's, like, and that's it. the thing is like, anytime and like even when i worked at cracker barrel like people bitch about the dumbest stuff and especially people at cracker barrel like at least please tell me a story about cracker barrel because i couldn't fucking my my favorite story of cracker barrel was when i was work. it was like i'd like i would go right after class at ou and so i would like change into my uniform like in my car sounds horrible it was awful 
You was about that and bag, though. Shout out to you. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I've literally cuts. never made so much money in my life at Cracker Barrel. It was, and it really wasn't even that good money. So let, that lets you know how long I've been broke. You think they think Black Lives Matter? No. <laughs> we So in the Cracker Barrel <laughs> training, there's this thing where you have to like go in. And Cracker Barrel had a scandal in like the 80s, I think, where they wouldn't they would only see black customers in the back dining room. <laughs> as like a segregation type thing so they got in trouble for that i did the woman who trained me was a black server and she's awesome her name's fatima love her and um but no i don't think the cracker barrel is like the authority on social (laughs) justice issues um that's just my opinion i wouldn't think so but but what was i talking about you were telling me a story about oh um, so it's like early, early in the afternoon and this guy comes in and it's like i think there's like one day of the week i'm pretty sure it's wednesday where meatloaf is the special and like that's the only day they serve it so this guy comes in he's like do you guys have meatloaf and i was like yeah so i'm like serving it like really quick ticket times because they just got to cut the slice of meatloaf off there and then like all the sides are pretty much like ready like you Mm. just serve them on the plate so i bring his food out biscuits cornbread all that and he's asked me he's like does your mom make meatloaf and I was like, yeah, minute. my mom makes meatloaf. Wait a minute. And he was like, is her meatloaf good? I was like, yeah, I, I mean, it's meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's meatloaf. And so he's like, yeah, like my mom used to make meatloaf. And this man's like in his 50s. And he's got like a car dealership like salesman jacket mm-hmm. on. And this dude's like in his 50s. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, that's really nice, blah, blah, blah. And he starts asking me like, are you married? And of course I lied. I was like, yeah. <laughs> And he's like, you go to, like, are you in school? And I was like, yeah, I go to OU. I'm married, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I don't even have a fucking boyfriend. And um, eventually, like, I keep coming back to his table to, like, fill up his tea or whatever. And this man decides that it is appropriate to pinch my butt. <laughs> like, and I'm not even talking, like, on the side. Like, I'm talking, like, in, like, in, like, inner thigh, like, uh, like, pinch my yeah. butt cheek. Oh, my God. What the fuck did you do I was like, I just like put his like slam. I had a tea in my hand. I like slammed it on the table. I just walked back to the kitchen like as fast as possible. I told my manager about it. I was like, I'm not going back out there again until he's gone. And so my manager's like, that's fine. I'll check your tables until he's gone, blah, blah, blah. Tell me why this man pinched my ass and I like was nice to him, even though he was like being really fucking creepy and like trying to flirt with me and all that. I was super nice the whole time until he pinched my butt. He tipped me one dollar. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not advocating for sexual assault, but that could have been a sugar daddy, for all we know. Um, I think he was a sugar daddy. He might have tipped me more than a dollar, and but he probably wouldn't work at a car dealership. He, he might have been mad because you just walked off like that. But you know, okay, what was what what did what you would you expect? True, I understand that whole. Yeah, I'm not advocating for sexual assault. I'm and I saying. yeah, I was just like really. So that's probably. And I think the second worst story of me working at Cracker Barrel was when I had to work on Thanksgiving, which is their busiest day of the year. And eventually it got so bad that I cried and walked out. And so that was people my last be up day. there like that all like for real on Thanksgiving. Oh, I our lo- like at the peak part of my shift, the wait time for a table was four hours. Are you fucking And people kidding? be like fucking grilling in the parking lot. I'm like, if you're grilling in the parking lot, why the fuck are you at Cracker Barrel? Families walking in Cracker Families. Barrel. Families. No, like I served a 24 top on Thanksgiving at Cracker Barrel. Was it good money that day? Yeah, well, especially, like, on the big tables, because I would be, like, busting my ass, and there was this other girl that worked there, and her name was also Brianna, and we split a table, and I did all of the work for it. That was the 24 top I served, Mm -hmm. and then they tipped us on the receipt at the register, but the man also slipped me an extra $20, because he was like, we know that the other girl didn't do any of the work. Okay, okay, okay. So, it's all about, like, if you're good at it or not. Most of the time, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of a bad server, I feel like it's a hard job. So it is a hard like, job. I mean, know. I feel like I was like an average, but in comparison to some servers I know, I was horrible. Some of them servers being are fucking dedicated. I know. Well, like the tell. woman that trained me, Fatima, like she is in her bag, like probably taking home like 400 bucks every night in oh, tip money shit. at a cracker barrel. At a cracker hey, barrel. Hey, I know she the one. Hey, you need more water, baby? What oh, yeah. No, you know, like she... I wouldn't even have like what special we had that day memorized or like what the seasonal yeah. thing was. She could name you everything on that menu. And anytime I had an issue, I'd be like, how do I put this? How do I put this ticket in? Like yeah. also at Cracker Barrel, you can substitute like fucking anything. So those tickets. I'm not aware of that. I'm going to have to go. Yeah, no. you can, And like they do have like some pretty good food. Some of it's kind of bland because lots of old people eat there. But they do have like some good food that tastes like really fucking good. But I'm still stuck on you said, oh man, pinch your ass. Yeah. Like inner cheek. I didn't, you've never told me that. 
Like I've never. It's heard. traumatizing. Oh, I bet it is because it's just the. That's just creepy as fuck. Yeah, and the fact that I showed up for work the next day. He says your mom made me laugh. <laughs> Does your? I went home and told my mom about it, and she was like. That's weird as fuck. Why would he ask about my meatloaf? I was like, why would he pinch my butt? Like, like there's so much. <laughs> there's so much to wrong. the story. Yeah. There's so much depth to it. But oh my god, I will never forget. He had like sandy, like pepper blonde hair, kind of, and he worked at like one of those car dealerships. It's like right across the street from the Cracker Barrel in Norman. Yeah. Well, I, I think ever, he had like a David Stanley jacket. If on. I ever seen that man, he gonna have to run my face. Thank you, say, bro. You have to. You have to with me, bro. He gonna say why well, I'm gonna say you know what? He'll probably call you the N word if he's pinching oh, no. girls. If he's pinching girls butts at Cracker Barrel, he's probably a racist too. Like, I mean, honestly, probably. Yeah, probably. Have you ever had any jobs other than Mazio's? No, <laughs> that's the bad thing. No, it's a, well, that's the thing. Is like another reason why I'm kind of glad that we like our job. I don't like to say I got fired because they did offer me that what position, is it? but, but like, what is it? Our jobs like? just don't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. where we laid off. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Because I do tell people I got fired. They're like, you got fired? What'd you do? And I'm like, oh, Nothing. And they closed the shit down. Uh, be know. their best fucking employee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Um, but I would like leave every summer because I didn't want to be there. And then I would like need a job at the end of the summer or whatever. And I would like just come back to Mazio's because it was like the easiest thing. It's a really easy job. It's just a shitty one. Mm-hmm. So I would, but now I'm kind of glad that I don't have that to fall back on, but it's also scary because I'm like, if I don't have the call center to fall back on, like I could really yeah. starve to death. Oh, like, I'm really going to fall off the fucking end of Exactly. Earth. And the only reason I worked at Cracker Barrel is because I came back from Germany like my study abroad and I was like, I do not want to fucking go back to the call center. It's not and then fun. after I walked out of Cracker Barrel on Thanksgiving, I was like, I need a job. And then our supervisor texted me like out of the blue the same day I quit like Cracker Barrel, like the day after Thanksgiving was like, do you need a job right now? And I was like, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know? you know, the worst days though were when you were fucking going through those depressive weeks, having to show up to work and crying in a cubicle and fucking talking on the phone. That was not fun. Well, and not only be. that, but just like, it's also embarrassing to cry at work. Like looking oh, yeah. back on it, I'm like, what the fuck did I cry at work? Like, the pressure was hitting hard. Cause mm-hmm. Well, hard. I'm glad it's like diagnosed now that I haven't. I don't just feel like a Man. pussy crying at work. Yeah, but, but I would like try to go home and get sympathy from my mom. She'd be like, never cry at work. I'd be like, I think we're missing out on the key issue. <laughs> here i never told my parents i cried to work i don't even think t- like tiffany would think i'd be asleep but i'd be in my phone you know we used to get those little five ten minute breaks i'm mm-hmm. like bending off in the cry boom <laughs> <laughs> that back bathroom by the warehouse oh best those, cry yes spot. yes or well the cubicles we had when we first started though were great because mm-hmm. they're at the front and no yeah. one ever really came over there so mm-hmm. i used to be chilling saturday morning depressed i know i i like came in one day like this that same morning i had like had to put my dog down and, and you came into work? I did come into work. Cause I was broke. Like, oh, broke. Oh, shit. That's, that's bad. When yeah, you, when well, you and also, and like, broke? it was, like, when I didn't have a car. Because, like, I was 16. Like, I had a license, but I didn't have money to buy a car. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't either. So, they would drop me off at work. So, it's not like, like, my, you'd bet your ass my parents weren't letting me call into work. <laughs> so. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And then, of course, like, I was sobbing at my desk for, like, an hour. And you'd think they'd be like, just go home. But they were like, oh, just take your time. Oh, like, God. whenever you're ready, clock <laughs> When back it in. was busy, they'd be like, oh, take your time right yeah, like when it was i want to go home yeah they didn't give a fuck when it was busy mm-hmm. they're like you gonna sit your ass there and cry on the phone yeah <laughs> but the shout out to mazios no matter what though no well, let me not say shout out to mazios shout out to tiffany and eric period best period. managers i've ever had at and any cheyenne, job cheyenne, ever cheyenne's doing cheyenne will will um who, darren darren and i'm not gonna say the other one's name but it's okay <laughs> and you you're probably thinking shout out to anna as well shout out anna shout but, out sharon uh, no no, we're never going to do that ever in life again, ever. Okay. Ever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you Let's, for having me. This, I'm glad. I yeah. really hope that this one stays no, recorded. And as much as I love hey, coming cuss, on, hey, I would come cuss, back anytime. Don't, 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 hey, cuss, don't expose me like that. Not to dog you on your <laughs> yeah, own podcast. <laughs> we, we may have tried to record this before and, you know, I may have lost the file, but we're not going to yeah, talk about that. And then reschedule on me twice. I'll forgive the second one because you have COVID. COVID, cuz. I'm going to go ahead and pull up. It's and, okay. Most you know of your guests are a lot more interesting than I am, I think. I, I was, really enjoy, I really enjoy the podcast about marijuana. I feel like I learn a lot. Oh, bet. Appreciate that. No, I really, and there's Thank like, you. um like Rooted Zen Dispensary came mm. on. I follow them on Twitter now. Yeah. Like there's lots of, like I learned a lot about like dispose and groweries yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I think, yeah. that, I do think it's really interesting. I appreciate that. But we, you'll definitely come on again. Yeah. You know, I know school put back, back up and you be, you know, well, I'm you're not reachable so. too. But we both unemployed. Yeah, so, so we really don't have an excuse not to. I might have to pull up live on you campus. Shut up. Oh my, we c- we should totally do it. Oh my, we should do like a football. 
like on a football game day or like when people are out at the bars getting COVID. We you could think like we're going to have a football it. season? I don't know if people be allowed in there, but OU students are still going to party. Trust me. Oh, no, They're definitely. tailgating. I'm but. tailgating. I'll get COVID. <laughs> boomer fucking sooner. I boomer fucking sooner. Anyways. If, if they have OU Texas, you bet what your ass f- I'm in Dallas showing my ass. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, uh, Zanisha, for coming on. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Uh, can they follow you on Twitter? They can follow you on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, it's not interesting. You no, might see but... me having a depressive episode if you see a tweet deleted five minutes after I post it. Mind your business. <laughs> I cannot fuck with you, bro. Um, was it Bree shit post? A shit post Bree. A shit post Bree, sorry. But yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. We're out. Bye-bye.